welcome to another tale from George's Pocketbook. George is a frontline UK response officer dedicated to fighting crime, resolving family disputes in minutes that have taken years to break down and getting in the faces of the social underclass. All events are real and names and places have been changed to protect the innocent, not so innocent and plain stupid. The snowy weather may have reduced most of the UK to a post-apocalyptic state, but the movie Day After Tomorrow doesn't even come close to reflecting the effects. Who could imagine it? Snow on a work day. The schools were all closed, milk was turning sour in the farms because the tankers couldn't get through, and anyone living more than five miles from their place of work was guaranteed a day off except for anyone employed by the emergency services, of course. Families still have domestics. Shoplifters still try their luck. Drug dealers still push their gear to finance the Pitbull Terrier and the brand new 50-inch plasma screen TV. It never stops, and as a result, the police and the other emergency services still have to find some way of getting into work. For George, it wasn't too difficult, though. Thermal underwear... A beanie hat, two pairs of socks and an iPod got him through an hour's hike into his police station. At the station, the inspector had decided that only emergencies were to be attended to reduce the risk of police officers denting their cars, getting them stuck, or even worse, denting somebody else. Imagine that paperwork. So, given that the emergencies were being covered by one solitary 4x4 unit, everyone else was told to get out and get walking. They donned their full complement of wet weather gear and set off for a nine-hour shift in blizzard conditions. Now, George didn't mind. It was something different, and as long as you were suitably attired, the weather isn't a problem. What is a problem is having to drag yourself up a hillside street by using a handy garden fence because the pavement under your feet is so slick with ice, then being met at the top by the local scummerazzi armed with ice balls and looking for some wooden top fodder. George and his colleague put up a brave fight, even though they were all prepared. He only lost his beat helmet once, and he managed to beat the kids slowly back towards their own turf. It's entirely possible that this was only because one of the hooligans knew he'd been recognised by George. George laughed like a drain. His sides and his face were hurting so much from the tomfoolery. His laughter stopped, however, when he heard the local CCTV operator having to give the control room a commentary of the location details and status updates on the snowball fuel disturbance in the street, between fits of giggles. George had to admit it was him on the radio. The CCTV operator had been placed in an awkward position as he knew George, and he could only pretend he didn't recognise him for so long. Upon his return to the police station an hour later, George was met with jeers and a round of applause from his team. The governor, on the other hand, had clearly had a sense of humour bypass. There was a very uncomfortable meeting in the inspector's office without coffee. But George's face still ached from laughing, and somehow the effects of the dressing down didn't last as long as the giggles. Unprofessional? Afraid so. Fun? Absolutely. Absolutely.